Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with your Chicken Soup for the Soul. And today I'm sharing two stories from our new bestseller, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Believe in Miracles. And today's stories are about miraculous healing, the kind of cases that doctors usually call one in a million. In fact, our first story is called One in a Million. And in it, Tim Burke tells us that he and his wife and three daughters were having a family day on the Great South Bay of Long Island. They were celebrating their daughter, Nicole, joining the music ministry at their church. And she had already sung her first solo like an angel, confirming what they already knew, that she was born to sing. She had devoted years to vocal training, and it was clear that nothing was more important to her. Well, as they were enjoying their picnic, the skies darkened and then erupted into a downpour. So they threw everything into a hamper, grabbed the blanket, and they ran. And as they dashed to the car, Nicole said that she would drive and she slipped into the driver's seat. But Tim didn't think a new driver should be behind the wheel in this kind of rainstorm. So he told her to run around to the passenger side and he would take the driver's seat. And then it was like a scene from a horror movie. Tim says, It happened so fast, the deafening blast, the brilliant flash of light. Nicole had been hit by lightning, slammed to the ground like a rag doll. She lay there perfectly still, pale as a ghost. There was blood running from her ear and pooling beneath her head. I felt for a pulse but couldn't find one. They called 911 and Tim did CPR while they waited. It worked. And Nicole resumed breathing and opened her eyes for a moment, but then she slipped away again. The ambulance finally arrived and took Nicole to the hospital, and there the long wait began. The doctors didn't know if she'd make it because she had cracked her skull when she hit the pavement. Remember all that blood that had come out? And also, they didn't know how long she'd gone without oxygen. And of course, that could mean brain damage. She also couldn't move, so there was a possibility that she was paralyzed. The family prayed and waited, and finally the doctor came out to see them. And he said it was still touch and go, but she was alive. And then, good news, she was okay. It's a miracle, Tim and his wife and daughter said. And the doctor said, you know, I'm not one to believe in those things. But in this instance, I may have to agree with you. And then the doctor shook his head and let out a deep sigh. To survive a direct lightning hit like that and the only permanent damage suffered is a shattered eardrum? Well, It's remarkable, one in a million. So the only thing they had to worry about was that shattered eardrum, because remember, Nicole loved to sing. And when they told her that she had lost the hearing in one ear permanently, she refused to accept that she would never sing again. And one month later, Nicole stood center stage, her beautiful voice again filling the sanctuary.
In another story of miraculous healing, Ferna Larry Mills tells us that her little four-year-old daughter, Sarah, loved cats, and she went off to visit their neighbor's cat one day. Ferna allowed her to take her glass mug of juice with her, not thinking about how dangerous it could be as her daughter scampered up the steps to the neighbor's apartment. But sure enough, shortly after her daughter ran out the door, Ferna heard glass shattering, followed by a blood-curdling scream. She ran outside to find Sarah with a cut on her hand near the knuckle of her index finger. It didn't look that bad until Ferna started to rinse it underwater, at which point the finger basically folded back on itself. It was almost completely severed. The upstairs neighbor rushed Ferna and Sarah to the emergency room where the finger was stitched up. And for the next two weeks, Ferna took Sarah to the doctor every other day to have her finger cleaned, examined, and rebandaged with antibiotic cream. But then, near the end of the second week, the finger started to smell. And when they took off the bandage, they found the end of the little girl's finger was completely black. The doctor said that the fingertip had to be amputated before the infection spread and took even more of her finger. Ferna argued and pleaded, but the doctor said there was no alternative. Finally, she got the doctor to agree to wait just one more day. He said, if it's not miraculously better by morning, she's going straight into surgery. So Ferna prayed that night for hours. She felt so bad because it was her decision to let her little girl run up the stairs with that glass mug that had caused all this. And she ended up falling asleep by her little girl's bed, still praying and crying. And then she says, the next morning, with great trepidation, I took her back to the doctor, resigned to face the worst. Slowly, he removed the splint and began unwrapping the gauze bandage. When he came to the last wrap, I realized I was holding my breath. The rest of the gauze came loose, and he dropped it to the floor in shock. He turned toward me with wide eyes. He asked incredulously, what did you do? Sarah's finger was white as snow. There was no putrid odor, no black infection. That little girl's finger had completely healed overnight. So those are two very cool stories from our book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Believe in Miracles. I'm Amy Newmark. Thank you for listening to the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast today. Let your friends and family know about it. And if you have family members who are new to listening to podcasts, Show them how to get them on their phones or computers. I'm sharing 20 stories overall about this miracles book on the podcast. So subscribe to it and then scroll back to listen to all the past episodes. If you'd like to learn more about Chicken Soup for the Soul, Believe in Miracles, go to our website, chickensoup.com and click on the podcast button. You'll see the book there. You can read the front cover and the back cover. And you will find the book wherever books are sold, including Walmart, Barnes & Noble, Target, Books A Million, and Amazon. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. 
So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.